Hey, if you've joined in over the last uh, couple of weeks, in fact, last week we started our three-part talk series on this new, new uh, called How It Started and How's It Going. For all those uh, social media freaks who spend uh, just five minutes of your time on Instagram daily, anybody like that? One person, five minutes! Are you kidding me? <laughs> who, who started, you know, we, we, there's this big trend that was going on a few months back called how it started, how's it going. A lot of people kept on posting different pictures and things like that. And uh, we, I thought this, this is, it fits well with when we have to talk about the Christmas story uh, and the narrative of the Christmas story as to how it started and how's it going. Has anybody, been, has anybody felt that Christmas celebrations have become interesting over the years? Show of hands. Man, okay, I know you guys have your masks on. Uh, but I don't know if Raj threatened you or somebody at the door threatened you. But just so you know, you guys can talk back. All right, so, so let, me, let me start again. And, and feel free to put it up in chat as well, guys. You know, it's, it's crazy how the Christmas story started how it started versus how it has evolved over all these years, right? I mean, talk about the celebrations, talk about the narration, talk about the, the creative uh, expression of that Christmas story. And it's, and it's crazy that when we look into the details of, of this, there's so much you can learn, but there's, there, there are times and moments where you sit back and you, look, you go like, really? Is that, is that how it's meant to be? Is that how it's supposed to look like? I mean, why is it looking like that? I don't, and I don't know if you have asked yourself these questions. I have. And uh, in spite of all of that that's been happening when it comes to the celebrations of Christmas, we, we saw last week that how all of us have access to this living hope through the person of Jesus Christ. You know, uh, we, last week we were talking about how hope never disappoints. You know, usually if we were meeting on any other Sunday gathering, I would say, turn to your neighbor, get up from your seat and meet. But I made sure that I practiced that well, that I don't say that in my talk. You know, so, but you can just, just say that to yourself, that hope never disappoints. Hope and if you missed out on that, you can tune in to YouTube and watch that. But today, I want, to, I want us to look at Isaiah again. We, we're going to be read, reading from these two verses. Uh, and, and you would have read this, you would have heard about this. Uh, you would have probably got them on a Christmas greeting card once upon a time. But Isaiah helps us see yet another prophetic insight when it comes to the Savior, when he writes this in chapter 9. And we're going to read these two verses from Isaiah chapter 9, verses 6 and 7. I'm reading this from the New Living Translation. It's up on the screen as well. And he says, For a child is born to us. Rings any bells about this verse? Right? For a child is born to us, the government will rest on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. Amen. His government and its peace will never end. He will rule with fairness and justice from the throne of his ancestor David for all eternity. The passionate commitment of the Lord of Heaven's armies will make this happen. Now, now I know some of you would have would have read this, some of you would have, would have maybe studied on this and uh, even got, in, got yourselves interested when, when it comes to knowing and studying more about these few words. But there are some powerful, definitive words that Isaiah is using to describe the Messiah over here. 
and and i want to i want us to the, these two verses kind of give this elaborate description about the messiah and if i have to say the majestic nature of the messiah are you glad that the jesus that you and me worship is not just someone who is bottled down because of culture and bottled down because of trends he is a king of kings he is the lord of lords he says the bible says that at the name of jesus every tongue will confess and every knee will bow he is the one supreme one who has all the authority and all the power over this creation that you and me are a part of and that includes your life this in case if you missed that out and that's the jesus that you and me get an opportunity to worship that's the jesus that you and me get an opportunity to talk about when it comes to sharing his love and his grace with other people and isaiah over here is helping us understand the nature of this messiah understand some of these attributes and some of these some of these descriptions that he has mentioned and one of those most one of the most distinctive ones that you and me we're going to be looking into tonight is prince of peace So let me start by asking this simple question. Anybody needs some peace tonight? I wish I could lift my legs, both my legs, hands up. I think I need some peace. How about you? How about you? Seriously, how about you? Anybody needs some peace, some some calm, some serenity, some some real peace. I mean, I'm not talking about that, you know, that 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 momentary peace that lasts for a few seconds you know when you're sitting in that space when when you're hanging out with those people doing whatever you like to do i'm not talking about that kind of peace i'm not talking about the peace that you get when when you're on those on those journeys and those travel adventures i mean all that is good but i want to i want us to talk about what isaiah is talking about when he defines jesus as a prince of peace i think there is something more can you guys say that with me there is something more Oh come on Zelis you can do much better. I know we don't have coffee tonight, but we can say there is something more. There is something more. Okay, I'm feeling it now. Okay, this is the this is the guys we did live gatherings with in March first week and then we are back after 9 months. See the birth of Jesus, right? It's it's and the specifics and the, and and that come with the confirmation of the prophecies when it talks about the Messiah, Prince of Peace when uh, when this was described by Isaiah It is it is crazy when you see that so many years back Isaiah prophesied about the prince of peace Jesus was born and and what what surprised me is before before Christ was born when Isaiah prophesied this the world was in chaos when Christ was born the world was still in chaos yes and when when he died and he rose again there was st- there's still there's still some chaos that's happening And and 2000 plus years later when you and me believe in the supernatural god we are still surrounded with a world that is filled with chaos. So is this even possible what we are talking about? When when Jesus when when this prophet is talking about Jesus being the prince of peace I mean what went wrong? Have you guys ever asked yourself this? I mean we sing about this peace we we talk about this peace and but yet we are living in 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 a world that is filled with chaos in a world of hostility in a world of hostility that's where you and me are surrounded with and and like this peace that we are talking about it's not just a new age term i'm sure humanity has been longing for this peace you and me we have come on let's be real guys we have made efforts we have we have taken those those bold decisions we have taken those risks 
to, to kind of just experience that peace. Anybody? And, and that's what this, this scripture is talking about. And, and we see that there are various ways how people start their journey of finding peace. Right? Bike rides. Right? We, we spoke about it. A few of us were supposed to go on bike rides. Uh, you know, those, those just getaways, weekend getaways. Uh, meditation is, is in thing right now for peace, you know. And, and so peace is not a new age terminology. Right? It's, it's as ancient as, I mean, when, when we go back all the way until the creation, I think right from there, we, we see patterns and natures of peace. And we'll get into that a bit later, but there is this striving, there is this desire within mankind to strive for that peace. And if I'm talking with you tonight, if, 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 if you connect with what I'm saying, I would love some response because I can't see if you like it, if, you, if you're resonating with what I'm saying, or I can just see your eyes. <laughs> right? And, and this impact then, you know, when it talks about attaining peace, and if that peace, the, the method or the journey or the expression of that peace is just that's something that can solve just a few minutes or a few months or just a season of your life, problems for just a few minutes, seasons or seasons of your life, this peace that you and me experience does not last long. Has anybody been in that place? I mean, you wake up this one week, your Monday, Tuesday starts off fantastic. You have experienced that peace, you have experienced that calm, and then Wednesday, it just takes that one email to disrupt your entire week. Yes. Come on, guys, talk back to me. It just takes that one conversation on a Thursday to disrupt your weekend. It just takes that one phone call or that one text or that one WhatsApp or that one forward that you didn't want it on your, in your inbox or on your Instagram to mess up all the peace that you have gathered in that. Am I the only one who feels that way? No. And, and, and this year for sure many people have tried many different things to gain that peace. I mean, come on, let's be real. We are in the middle of a pandemic right now. And, and some of you tried a, your hands at cooking, thinking that you'll get peace. <laughs> some of you tried your hand at cleaning up the house. You went all Marie Kondo for a few weeks. Uh, Marie Kondo, right? That's the one. Is that, is that Marie Kondo? Okay, marry something. Uh, not, uh, then the Netflix show, I forgot the name. Uh, yeah, she talks about how, how she experiences peace just when the wardrobes and things in the house are like put in place. Oh. Nobody's seen that show? No. Okay. Am I weird that I, I saw a few episodes of that? <laughs> right? Uh, but uh, it, it, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy that, you know, when we talk about peace, all these descriptions and all these experiences are linked to it. And, but I want us to see this extremely bold statements that Jesus made. When he spoke about peace. See, because when, when the people of Israel received him, they received him as a man of peace. The prophet Isaiah spoke about Jesus as the prince of peace. But when Jesus speaks about peace, he said something totally different. You want to see what he said? Let's turn to John 16 and verse 33. This is, these are the words of Jesus. I have told you these things, and, and you can say this with me, so that in me, can you guys say that? In me. You guys want some coffee, man. Seriously, come on. In me, In me. you have perfect peace. 
And and I picked up the amplified version for this one because I love this word perfect that is kind of, you know, put in by the by the author of the amplified version. He says, "In me you have perfect peace. In the world though, this is Jesus still talking. In the world you have tribulation and distress and suffering, but be courageous. Come on, turn to somebody and say be courageous. Be courageous. I did that. I still did that. Okay. Uh be be courageous. I have overcome the world. These are the words of Jesus. Now, now that's a bold statement, Jesus. If you've ever read this chapter, I don't know if you said that to yourself or if you said that to Jesus if you like have conversations with him. Uh that is a bold statement. Perfect peace, that's a bold statement. I mean, you and me, we we are used to talking about peace. We 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 are used to hearing about experiences and moments of peace, but perfect peace, what is that all about? What is that all about? I've not told you the title of my talk yet, right? Oh. I want to call this talk is this even possible? Perfect peace. Is this even possible? See, it's a bit too much for you and me to grasp the possibilities and the perspectives uh when when you and me try to understand perfect peace when most of our understanding of peace Or, or or this experience of peace is shaped by culture and is shaped by trends because jesus he goes back and he says in in the same uh, book of john in 14 verse 27 he says that i am leaving you with a gift peace of mind and heart and the peace that i give is a gift the world cannot give so don't be troubled or afraid can you say that with me don't be troubled don't be troubled don't be afraid If there's something you want to say to yourself tonight while you're listening to this, I just want to encourage you tell this to yourself. Don't be troubled, don't be afraid. And I'll tell you why. See, it's when you really begin to understand the peace that you and me experienced in Christ, it's it's not something that is outside in. It's it's not a peace that is dependent on your circumstances. It is not a peace that is that is dependent on how your week starts and how your week ends. It's something that Jesus assures for you that is inside out. And what what am I trying to say? Jesus is talking about a peace that that affects your mind and your heart first. and then maybe you know uh, then maybe talks gets out uh, trickles out into other things because i don't know if you have ever felt this you may be in the middle of peaceful circumstances with a chaotic mind and a chaotic heart has anybody been there yes i mean church is is good church can be good but while you're here singing way maker you still don't have that faith to sing it with the, with the with the peace in your heart and the peace in your mind too much too soon you may be in the middle of peaceful circumstances with a chaotic mind and a chaotic heart but that's not the kind of peace that god is leaving you and me with see because the gift like i said the gift of peace is not circumstantial the gift of peace is not is not correlated or to the situations and the instances that you and me are in the middle of it is though very much dependent on the person of Jesus Christ can everybody say the person of Jesus Christ that is what Jesus is drawing us to because see i think or rather i know for sure that Jesus knows our approach when it comes to seeking peace 
Jesus is aware of the of the approach that we all take as as mankind we all take as humanity to when it comes to defining the benchmarks of peace defining the approach that we take towards experiencing that calm experiencing that quietness in our quietness in our heart and our spirit and and in most of the cases right we kind of convince ourselves of this if and then scenarios i don't know if you have done that let me let me let me throw some of those examples or those scenarios at you if i had this dream job i would be able to make it well in my life if 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 only i was born in a different and a better setting i would have been more successful if 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 only i wouldn't have made those choices i would not be in this very place that i'm caught up in and and the list can go on and on because we kind of convince ourselves of this if and then scenarios and it's 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 amazing that these are the very things that we try to link the posture of our peace to we try to link the posture of our peace to our situations and our circumstances but jesus challenges that very notion i'll tell you how he does that he's helping all of us know that true and lasting peace is found in the person of jesus christ it's not it's not always related to your circumstances you can be in the most horrible place financially emotionally spiritually and yet have that shalom of god absolutely and often we see that we are not able to experience that because in our hearts and in our minds there's this chaos there are these wars that are raging there there there's this there's this turmoil that is going on in our hearts there's this massive chaos that is there in our hearts there are these storms there are these conflicts there are these there's this thoughts of hatred bitterness you know lust and pride and and talk about the list can go on and on insecurities and all these wars with with this chaos that is raging in our hearts these are the very things that Jesus wants to deal with in your life tonight before you and me can experience his perfect peace am i talking to somebody tonight there are these various storms that are battering us and destroying us from within and and we spoke about anxiety and fear last week we spoke about depression is these very words these thoughts of anxiety and thoughts of fear that are devastating our spiritual condition and they rob you of the peace of god they rob you of the very things that that you know th- that are meant to work in your life i mean this year theme is what for 2020 was flourish right you guys remember that one and faith when you're talking about a flourishing faith faith cannot flourish in a in a atmosphere or, or with a mindset of pessimism you know uh, as much as we we need to be realistic as much as we need to apply wisdom to it faith is a uh, emotion uh, and faith is stronger than your emotion faith is stronger than than your current situations that you are in, caught up in and and that's what i want to pull us back to fear anxiety not just robs you of your of your peace but it also chokes up your faith and that is what jesus is drawing your attention to tonight that the perfect peace in the person of jesus christ is not a myth it's not a myth turn to the person next to you and tell it's not a myth it's not a myth 
It's not a myth, guys. Tonight, you and me have this incredible opportunity to experience this perfect peace. And, and in the Bible, and, and, and I want to wrap this up by just in another few minutes, the word peace is used over 300 plus times in the Bible. And just this one small word, it talks, it helps you and me know that if the Bible, if the scriptures talk about peace for about 300 plus times, it is important for you and me. It is important for you and me. But, but I want us to see something that we started studying at the beginning of this year where we spoke about Shalom during the uh, Flourishing Talk series. And Shalom, you know, it, it talks about the emotional well-being. It talks about your overall well-being. It talks about, you know, there are a whole bunch of definitions to, to, to Shalom, which, and one of them is just peace or that inner calm that, or that inner peace that the Bible talks about. But just for our conversation today, I want you to remember Shalom as nothing missing. Can you guys say that with me? Nothing missing, nothing lacking, and nothing broken. And, and when you see peace from these three perspectives, nothing missing, nothing lacking, nothing broken, that's the kind of peace that Jesus wants to leave you with. That's the kind of peace that Jesus wants, to walk, wants you to walk with. And so the biblical understanding of peace is so different because peace in Jesus is not a destination. Peace is a journey. It's an adventurous journey that helps, that it, that it helps us walk and live in the image of God. So I told you at the beginning, if you go back and trace the, the principles of peace and the, and the, and the footprints of peace, you, you'll see it all the way back to the creation when God created humanity. Where God created man and when he created, uh, he created woman. Where... There was perfect peace. There was that perfect shalom that was there in us. And that's what Jesus wants you to experience. That perfect shalom. Where there's nothing missing. Where there's nothing broken. And that there's nothing lacking. And that kind of peace will never be defined by your situations. Your situations will never call the shots when it comes to you and me experiencing that perfect peace. And I want to challenge you tonight, I want to encourage you tonight that this peace, this Christmas season, right, we talk about peace on earth, right, all the carols that we love singing, you know, we, we talk about the Christmas is a season of love, Christmas is a season of joy, and, and then what, Christmas is the season of peace. I want you to really shape your understanding when it comes to peace tonight. And, and I'm not here just to talk to you but I want to just encourage you tonight that the perfect peace can be your portion tonight in Jesus name and, and I don't know about you but I need that I need that perfect shalom of God as I close out on 2020 I, I need that, that shalom of God over my life, over my family over, over all that we are doing as zealous, over every single person in this community, you and me can experience that perfect shalom that Jesus wants to give to you but it's found in him it's not found in church gatherings it's found in the person of Jesus Christ it's not found in worship music it's found in the in, in, in the person of Jesus Christ it's not found in you and me giving our finances monthly out of compulsion or out of guilt it is found because you have that relationship that personal relationship with the savior of your life and can I tell you something? If you and me, but okay, let me, let me ask it this way. How many of you really want to experience that perfect peace? 
right? If you're not in it, that's okay, don't put your hands up. But let me ask you, if you really want to experience perfect peace, is that you tonight? Can I tell you, I'll, I'll lie to you if I talk to you about all of this and say that it's only up to Jesus to give that to you. Yes, peace is a gift. You don't have to earn it. You have earned it because of your faith in Christ. But how many of you also know that it is your responsibility? Can you say my responsibility? My responsibility. It's your responsibility to steward the peace of God. It's your responsibility to steward and make sure that you are walking in that peace. You are walking according to the image of God. You are walking according to the desires that Jesus has for you. And Paul helps you and me do that in a very simple way. You want to know how that, uh, how that is possible? Let's turn to Philippians chapter 4 where Paul says this. First thing, do not be anxious. Mic drop. How is that possible in 2020? How can I not be anxious in 2020? I mean, everything is at stake. My, my savings, my finances, my life, my work, my employment, my career, my business. Everything is at stake. And how does the Bible expect me to not be anxious? But there's a comma over there. There's not a full stop. Aren't you glad there's a comma over there? I'm glad there's a comma over there. But it says, but in everything, can you guys say that? But in everything. Come on guys, if think about all the possible things that you have gone through this year. In everything. In everything. In a loss, in a, in a, in a turmoil, in a, in a chaos, in that storm that you've just walked out of or in that storm you're just about to get into. In everything. By prayer, by petition, and with thanksgiving, continue to make your requests known to God. I want to ask you, do you guys have a request when it comes to God? This is a time where you can stop being modest. You can, you can be honest. If you, if you guys have a request to God, I mean... I would love to stand up on this chair, but then yeah, I have so many requests to God. But, but this is what the scriptures are saying. And so this is our responsibility. In everything, with prayer, your petition and thanksgiving, continue to make your... This is, this is the part where I was talking about you and me stewarding uh, the, the peace of God. That's our role. But Paul goes ahead and talks about what God will do when you do your part. You guys want to know what God's part is? And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, stands guard over your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. There are, there are things that which are beyond our understanding. Let's be real. There are things that we will never get in life. There are things that we won't have answers to. There are things that, that go beyond our pay grade. There are things that go beyond our human comprehension. But there is a peace that overtakes all of that and will still guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. That's what the word says. And I love that it doesn't just drop or leave us, leave us at that. It says, finally. Can everybody say finally? finally. And, and this is a long list, so, so just be patient with me. He says, believers, whatever is true, Whatever is honorable and worthy of respect, whatever is right 
and confirmed by God's word. Whatever is pure and wholesome, whatever is lovely and brings peace, whatever is admirable and of good repute. Going on. And if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think continually on these things. That's our responsibility as well. And so zealous, we steward the peace of gift well when our honest conversations and prayers with God, we, we bring them before God and not before man always. We, we, we do it through our times of prayer and we do it through our attitude of, of, of thanksgiving. And, and I know some of we know that in our minds. This is not the first time you're hearing these, these words, maybe. But it's time that you allow these truths to get into your hearts. And let this not just be another intellect conversation. But let this be a nudge that the Holy Spirit is dropping in your heart. And we experience this peace when it's difficult to put your situations into words. We experience this peace when, when it's so evident in spite of the worst of your times. And you will experience this peace no matter where you are physically. And I want to close by just telling you that this festive season, peace on earth is a reality in your life. Peace on earth is a reality through your life because peace on earth is Jesus residing in your hearts and in your mind. And if you're, if you're still struggling to contemplate this, this, this powerful principle and asking yourself, is perfect peace even possible? I don't know if this, is, this year has robbed you of opportunities, if this year has robbed you of a whole bunch of things and right now the insecurities is outweighing the peace that you've been hearing about. I just want to encourage you, it was last year where, we, where Joey and me had the most difficult conversations ever, where we had the most difficult experiences ever. Last November we got to know that we had lost a baby when Joey had uh, the miscarriage when the baby was just about six to eight weeks old. And I remember, I remember those moments so well because it was, it was something that I had never experienced before. It was, it was new for us. I mean, as much as we were happy that Elia was growing up and as much as we were celebrating the, the gift of life that God had given us, it was, it was painful and, and gru gruesome in its sense to kind of just process a thought that something that we were about to celebrate just a few months from now was taken from us. And it's in that moment when we, when we got back from the clinic, before we, before we called anybody, before we kind of broke the news out to anybody, you and me, we had this conversation and, and it was one of the most difficult conversations for us to have. And, and for a lack of words, we, we decided to pray. I don't know what, what told how we got that strength or how we got that courage to pray, but we just prayed at that moment. And not a long prayer. We just decided to hand over our loss, our pain, and the thoughts in the hands of Christ. And I'm telling you, the way the way the things started in the most raw moments of our life, we saw the hand of God. And I want to tell you, it was I can't put it in words. I, I can't put that, I can't put those thoughts in words. But the healing, the journey of redemption, that, that pain that was there, it was 
it was dealt with and of course sometimes there are, there are moments where we where we still experience that loss there are moments where we still feel that you know those if and then situations we we, we are tempted to fall into that but i want to tell you something it's in that very same moment is where we experienced a peace that transcends all our understanding it's in that very same moment where Philippians 4:7 became real to Julie and me all the more and and it's crazy because we didn't have words to express how we are not grieving because there was something different about the way God has started working in our lives where we learned to cherish Elia even more where we learned to see the beauty of seeing this this little kid in front of us grow up and and not kind of using her as a scapegoat but God really dealt with our loss God really dealt with our pain God really dealt with everything that we had experienced in that moment where we got that news and this 2020 has been a year of shaping for Julie and me things have not been perfect it it felt like the most longest year ever for us but in the midst of that difficulty the same jesus who promised us that peace has been leading us and guiding us and and today when we stand in front of you and when we when we celebrate these milestones and we celebrate all that god is doing in your life when we hear about the flourish stories when we hear about all the testimonies that has been coming when we see all the prayers being answered when we see a community that is coming together in the midst of a pandemic when we hear about all the incredible things that the jesus that you and me talk about is still doing in our life that is the peace that is the shalom that you me and all of us we have been experiencing this 2020 and i want to tell you if you're still wondering if if you're still wondering if if this is even possible in your life Peace on earth is when Jesus and his shalom takes birth this Christmas season in your life. The peace that transcends it goes beyond all your understanding. Will God your heart and will God your mind in Christ Jesus? That is the Jesus who we worship. Amen. That is the God who we serve that in the midst of your pain, in the midst of your suffering, he is not left you. That's true. He is for you. Amen. He is with you. Amen. His favor goes before you. Amen. His love surrounds you. Amen. His love has not abandoned you and he is not given up on you, church. Amen. He's not given up on you. I don't care how this year's look for you. I know my God says that the peace that goes beyond all our understanding will guard your heart, your mind in Christ Jesus. Amen. So I want to challenge you tonight church. I'm done with pseudo peace and I'm done with peace that lasts for a moment because the Bible talks to me and pushes me and challenges me to seek and go after a peace that is the perfect shalom of god
and I don't know where you need it tonight but if you need that shalom I want to ask you to get up on your feet and don't wait for the worship song to start don't wait for the band to come up on stage but let your heart let your heart let your heart be ready to receive that shalom over your life tonight in your in your marriage in your in your finances in your relationships in your workplaces I don't know man I don't know the list can go on and on but if that's you if you need the shalom of God I don't want to emotionally hype you up to sing this part but I want you to to really just lift up your hands and receive the peace Jesus is the giver of that peace Jesus is the giver of that perfect shalom and he desires to do that for you tonight nothing missing nothing lacking nothing broken I prophesy that in the name of Jesus over every single person over here tonight all those who are watching online I prophesy that in the name of Jesus that there will nothing there will be nothing broken there will be storms there will be challenges there will be pain there will be suffering there will be loss but even in the midst and through that nothing missing nothing broken we're so glad you've been listening in. If you'd like to know more about us, follow us on Insta at Zealous Pune or visit us online at zealous.community.